Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG, and I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affects your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and make sure you download my free report, Five Things You Eat and Drink That Make Your Endometriosis Symptoms Worse. The link is in the show notes. Let's start this episode. Welcome to year two of my podcast. I can't quite believe that it's already been a year when I've been recording and sharing these podcast episodes with you. And I'm so happy to hear from many of you that it is useful information and that you are happy to find something that helps you manage your endometriosis symptoms. Um, As I went through... As you might have seen, the last three episodes have been a sort of a summary of the key messages around endometriosis from all my podcasts so far. And as I recorded those, I realized that I never actually explained why I became the endometriosis nutritionist. And so I want to kick off year two with um, the story of how I became the endometriosis nutritionist. Um, Because I never had endometriosis. Um, I had a very painful uh, first day of my period. I had some ovulation pain, um, but I never had endometriosis. I had a laparoscopy at some point when I was trying to fall pregnant and wasn't falling pregnant. And then, um, so I knew then uh, they definitely didn't find any endometriosis. So I didn't have a personal connection with it in terms of a lived experience, if you like. Um, and I've also not always been a nutritionist. I'm actually um, uh, a, a, um, I'm a psychologist and I worked in the corporate world, learning and development for about 25 years. And I rem- I just got fed up with working in the corporate world. I had done a health program myself in 2000, just after the Sydney Olympics. And I thought um, that I was eating healthy. Um, uh, One of those statements or thoughts that most of my clients have when they start with me, I already eat healthy. And I thought I was eating healthy. And when I went through that program, I learned so much about food and how it affected me and how it made me feel so since then um, I I really changed how I ate um, and started to get really interested in the role or the connection between food and how you feel physically and mentally so when I got to a point in my corporate career where I was like I can't do this for another 25 years I decided to study nutritional medicine as a career change and when I graduated as a nutritionist I um, initially focused on women's health and children's health. And as part of that, I posted um, articles around issues when there was uh, like a a monthly focus on something. So, um, for example, March is World Endometriosis Awareness Month. And so 
after starting my online clinic um, that first March, I wrote uh, posts about endometriosis and nutrition. Because when I studied nutrition, it actually was a very common uh, element of case studies we did. And uh, we learned quite a bit about it. And I never thought that it was a big issue because I didn't know anyone with endometriosis. So when I was writing about endometriosis and nutrition, a really good friend of mine contacted me and I'd known her for years. And, um, and she said, oh, I love reading about reading your posts about nutrition um, and how it helps with endometriosis. She said, because that was, has been my experience. I, um, I have um, for the last 10 years of, of, Googled and experimented with food. And um, so your articles really helped me to understand why the change in diet works for me. And uh, she said, I've been feeling quite lonely throughout that period of time. And the, the information that you find is all very conflicting. So um, some things I tried and it didn't work and other things I tried and it made a difference. Um, but I was just sort of um, hit and miss quite a bit and and I just all I could say was I didn't know you had endometriosis and she said oh yeah 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 that's why I had to have IVF and um and it made me stop um and think how many women are in my life may have endometriosis without me knowing it's not as if you walk around with with a t-shirt saying I've got endometriosis do you it's not something you talk about um and I I've thinking back and and just on just thinking back on conversations I've had with friends uh, women friends and family members and about um our periods and we tend to assume that uh, discomfort is part and parcel of it so we don't really talk about it um, in a way that will probably make it easier to share. And I know you probably have some people around you that you can't talk to about it because they don't really get it. And I really, really hope that you have some people in your life that do get it and that do understand that you can go to, to talk about and who won't say uh, to you, oh, well, you know, that's just, that's just being a woman. Um, so that then made me, so the story of my friend, the fact that I didn't know that she had it, the fact that she had had to uh, work things out for herself and, 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 and drown in, in advice, conflicting advice uh, from internet searches, and what I knew about the effect of nutrition on endometriosis and, and what an enormous difference it can make, that made me look into it more deeply and find out how, and then I found out how many women have endometriosis, how long it takes for it to be diagnosed. I started to read stories. Uh, I've started to follow some women on Instagram who had endometriosis, who shared their experiences. And I went, this is just unacceptable that something that is a chronic disease um, that is perceived to be a hormonal disease uh, and is treated as such where really there is such a um, 
there's such a, a, a new food component to it um, that most women don't know about this. And their specialists don't know about it, so they can't advise them in that direction. Um, and I realised that what my friend, what took my friend 10 years to find out for herself, I could have helped her with get to in three months. And when I realised that, I thought, I just, I need to do something with this because I am now on the other side of periods. I, I went through menopause, so I don't have any periods anymore. But I, I was able to lead a normal life when I was having, I had the occasional day on the first day, as I said, that I would just, um, I could not go out. I vividly remember a day uh, around the Sydney Olympics where I felt so unwell that I almost couldn't go and, and see what was going on. But that was compared to what some of you experience has nothing. Um, and why, and, and you have a right, like anybody else, to lead a normal life and to not be unnecessarily hindered by your disease. Um, and the and nutrition can really play an important part in reducing the severity of your symptoms so that you can lead a fairly normal life. So when I realized that, that as you, I hope you can tell that that's, I got really passionate about that. Um, and I thought, you know what, I can make a change in so many women's lives. And looking at my clients now, I, I'm just so happy to see what a change it has made um, that I decided to just focus on endometriosis. And it's, I'm really pleased that I made that decision. Uh, I get to help women like you all over the world um, because I have an online clinic, so I'm not limited by location. Um, I'm a bit limited by time zones at times. That's the big challenge. But I can help women all across the world um, to change something you do every day and to, to help you make changes in uh, what you eat, which is you decide what you eat. So it's something that you can control. Not saying it's easy. Um, changing diet is always hard, but we can do it. And, um, and I've seen so many wonderful, wonderful responses to simple changes. Um, and if you go through my podcast so far, you'll, you'll see that you know, all the things that I talk about, we talk about leaky gut, we talk about food sensitivities, we talk about um, and, and how they can be different. Um, so all of those things will help reduce inflammation and therefore reduce the severity of symptoms. So that's why I became the endometriosis nutritionist. Um, it was the best decision I've made in my clinic um, ever because it's given me something um, something to fight for, I reckon, um, especially because I know it is not common knowledge that nutrition plays a big role and... Um, Yes, so it's it's been a wonderful journey, um, and these podcasts are part of it. So the fact that I'm now talking to you and that you um, you have found me is is one step towards my aim is to make all women with endometriosis aware of the fact that 
of the role that nutrition plays in their symptoms because I want you to be able to make informed decisions. Um, I want you to look at all the options you have for managing your disease and, and, and choose the combination of approaches that works best for you. And that's why you need to know about the role of food and drink in uh, managing your symptoms. So that's it. Um, that's why I became the endometriosis nutritionist. Um, just some some posts as part of a you know a long list of posts around all sorts of physical ailments uh, around women's health and a, a very personal reaction. A conversation with a close friend where I didn't know that she had endometriosis, but she had worked it out for herself over a 10-year period. Um, I thought that was a good story to kick off the second year of podcasts. Of course, the next podcast, podcast 29, will be again uh, around the normal things that I talk about, but um, I hope um, it, it just Hope, I hope it helps you to sort of put my my role in all this and how I got there in perspective. All right, that's it for now. Talk to you soon. Bye. Now, if listening to this podcast, you are wondering if nutrition could be an avenue for you to pursue to try and control your symptoms and reduce your symptoms um, or the severity of your symptoms, then why not book a, an endometriosis SOS call with me? It's an obligation-free, totally free 30-minute uh, video call where we can talk about what you're experiencing and I will be able to give you some options to go forward. The link is in the show notes.